the bare necessities, the simple bare Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, to episode 50 of Wait, That's no, a Shame. Episode 50. Are you sure? I've checked. I've double-checked. I mean, technically... We've kind of blown the milestone because we did that bonus one. <laughs> yeah, with 3.5, everyone's favourite overlooked <laughs> bit of nonsense. We're actually on about 103. But look, let's not undermine our milestone before we even get there. Because we, I think that works in our favour, you know. We're not cheats. We haven't just um, no. put out, you know, random like content stuff. And, and labelled it as an episode. We we no. worked for these 50 by in another God. way, we do put out random content and label it as an episode every week, though. That is kind of that the is, show. That format. is very much our formula. But here we are. We've done it 50 times now, officially. And I couldn't be more ecstatic than I am. To celebrate, you've become deeply unwell, I hear. That, that's that's it. What I'm very much the uh, the portrait of Dorian Gray for this show. <laughs> I've, it goes, yeah, I've been feeling more sprightly. <laughs> as it and you go from strength to strength, <laughs> I just become a wizened old crone old tree part of the shit part of the crew kind of man yeah oh saying that saying Mm -hmm. that i watched last night at work because it was a really busy night um the (laughs) latest pirates of the caribbean movie number one that's got uh paul mccartney in yes and javier bardem that's a a shame as a big spanish ghost really he's a big ghost yeah he's the biggest ghost i do love having the franchise has ever seen Mm. um it was tragically poor, but Aww. characteristically captivating. Um, they just, um, it, it's like they know that what they're remembered for are their really kind of iconic set pieces. Uh-huh. And what they seem to have done with the fourth and the fifth is just to eschew anything that isn't that and just, so there's no middle ground there's no, no like leading you to a new set piece it's just back-to-back set pieces or like the bits in between are so just filled with exposition yes like it's unbelievable there were i'm going to run through with you now some of just just a few mm. of the revelations okay in the first minute of the film you see uh remember will turner's son uh, we see him right no. at the end of the third one. He like rushes over to see him on this field. Is he on a beach? Uh, no, it's on like a kind of grassy Damn. hill. <laughs> I thought that was a safe guess. <laughs> You're a close boy. Based entirely on the sea. But um, well, he's he's there and he's the worst child actor in the whole world. He's like the opposite Good. of the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, um, yeah. And he has managed to find out where the Flying Dutchman's going to be in the mm-hmm. middle of the ocean. And he just sinks himself with a bag of rocks <laughs> and lands on it, which forces it to kind of come up to the surface, which was a bit right. of a gamble, really. Strong gamble. But um, he tells his dad, Orlando Bloom, who I'm, I'm telling you now was there for a paycheck and nothing else. <laughs> um, You're saying he phoned in his performance prior to the Caribbean 12th. I'm saying that, wow. that if you thought he was unemotive in parts one to three. And in the rest of his career. It, it was... Those were veritably Meryl Streep in Sophie's Choice <laughs> compared to this. Um, yeah. But the little child, I, I'm not going to call him an Idiot. actor. Yes. Um, 
just tells his dad that he's uh, he's been doing a lot of research. Mm-hmm. And um, what it is, it's the Trident of Poseidon is what he needs. Oh, of course. To, to break the curse. Where did he, does he say where he researched that? Was that like on Wikipedia or something? That was, yeah, that was the, well, not the internet, but it was, I'm sure it was like the internet, but with right. books or, or scraps of paper okay. that were pinned to his wall, seemingly. Most of it looked like oh. mermaid porn to me, if I'll be honest. Oh, no. What are you going to do? <laughs> Alan um, Rankin would not Will, be happy. Will Turner, for a man who's like cursed only mm-hmm. to be able to come on land once every 15 years or whatever the fuck it is, like, d- does not seem hugely bothered by this news. He's like, nah, it doesn't exist. And he's like, I no, reckon what? he's like settled into the routine. And it's just, <laughs> it's just uh, uh, like this wonderful moment of Will Turner, a man who now has to live cursed forever on a ghost mm-hmm. ship. And he's, he's turning all Davy Jones. Like he's got bits oh, of Oh, is he bar- all tentacled? No, he's just got bits of barnacle on him and everything. Still. So is Bill Nye no longer in the... No, he, well, he very much died. Um, oh, I don't remember that. But yeah, he falls into a big whirlpool and his hat comes off. Oh, as he falls. I do remember that, yeah. Um, and I remember like pausing it and freeze framing it to like see when it comes off because it's, you, it's the only time it happens in the show and you realize that he's obviously bald, but it looks really <laughs> fucking stupid with that hat. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, for, for a man who's living that life, he's like, no, there's no such thing. And you're like, well, why wouldn't this one thing? Why wouldn't? <laughs> why is why, that a stretch? Why too Poseidon's far? trident just the one thing that could yeah. be there? Which, to to be fair, I kind of agree with because you're like, well, what are you saying happened to Poseidon? That the god of the sea just just Fucked left? Off. Yeah, didn't care. He was busy. Anyway, more revelations. all of which is to say that this is episode fifty. That's the one. And um. Quite unlike the ghost ship cursed Davy Orlando. Isn't Orlando Bloom a preposterous name? I mean, is it his real name? I think so, yeah. Because the Blooms are an acting family. Fuck I think my dad's friends with one of the Blooms. I thought you were going to say that he was one. <laughs> I think my dad's, yeah. That's him. <laughs> Francois Bloom. He's, he's actually going to be in Pirate 6. <laughs> he's playing Paul McCartney because Paul's kind of... He's hopped off that ship, as it were. He wasn't actually dreadful, was... Uh... But he probably wasn't acting. No, not at all. No. Was he a Scouse pirate? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. But he was only in it for like three seconds. Great. All over the posters, though. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) let's put all this pirates behind us. That's the old that's a shame, where we'd get obsessed on a little tangent about pirates. This is a new half century for the show. And we thought we'd take this time or at least I'm about to say that we thought we did, because we haven't really talked that much about what this show's going to be. Nope. We thought we'd take this time to revisit some highlights, not in a clip show way, but just kind of cast our eyes back, and yet, at the same time, like Janus himself, cast our eyes forwards to the future, to the bright horizon, where you know that time at sunset when the sun goes green? You know about this? Oh, yeah. You, do you know about it? It's a real thing. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, why does it happen then if you know so much about it? Uh, isn't that for Pirates 3 where you have to like go under the water? Mm, I don't know. I'm giving it a Google now. Sun goes green. Yeah, the green flash. Okay, here we go. Yeah. That is weird. I didn't even know that, that happens in Pirates of the Caribbean, but it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I didn't even mean to make that link. Okay, here we go, guys. I thought that's the whole point of it. No, when the conditions are right, a green spot is... Oh, look at this picture of it. Oh, Audio wow. listener. Can I? <laughs> 
I, I'm suddenly anyway, Lewis, living the experience of, the of all our listeners every time we talk about <laughs> pictorial <Visual> matters. <laughs> Look, I'll put a link on the website, or you can just Google Green Flash and uh, hope for the best. But look, <laughs> all I was saying was we're looking both backwards and forwards. That's all right, isn't it? That's fair enough. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. You've prepared some content. You literally got up the reason for the green flash and then didn't tell us what it was. Oh, who cares? You just it's said just that sometimes atmosphere. you said sometimes there's a green spot and then you went, uh <laughs> only it was you really can odd. see. <laughs> okay. They stem from slightly different causes, can be observed from any altitude. No, you're right, I'm bored now. Come on. Yeah, exactly. The Vatican Observatory found one though, so there you go. Oh well, God or something. Yeah. But what a way we've come. I remember what was it, April? April, mid-April, maybe. Something like that. Of this year. Well, we were sat down, weren't we, in, in the living room of what is now my old house. Oh, and we yeah. Saw, we just turned on the microphone and we thought, what's going to happen? And how would we have known? How were we to know that 49 episodes later, several months, we'd still be doing this? But not in the same way, in a way that I think, with the possible exception of some of the recent episodes, people would consider better (laughs) yeah i mean uh we've managed to evolve exactly one feature in 50 (laughs) episodes we did have another but we just forgot about well i i just i think that we finally came on board with noah the payoff (laughs) was uh not tantamount to the effort necessary to achieve it and the problem was like for us it was just something we did every week but if that's the only like if you're only exposed to one bit of hooked as a listener every so often it must just be quite annoying yeah and but then um, the same might be true of the whole show and uh, we, we did also evolve another feature involving oh, guest guests feature. <laughs> yeah. which, which started and ended with the uh inaugural um appearance of the feature with uh with amy yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you're going to do a feature once, I mean, it was a pretty good go at it's it. It's solid, and then it was retired. Yeah. But it might come back. It was that kind of retirement where, you know, people are hungry for more. Yeah. Eventually. We just realised that we don't necessarily no, anyone. want anyone, <laughs> just anyone, coming on. We yeah. like to have a bit of product control, don't we? Um, There's an element of selection, certainly. Yeah. Um, One thing we've been discussing recently in this mad state of frenzy that has been moving house and then trying to once we moved that felt like it should have been a a kind of breather like at the end of after you've had a big chase scene there's time for the characters to just sort of relax but then what the monster returned in the way that michael myers always does uh in the form of now that we've got a place you've got to pay for it now i didn't see that coming i don't know about <laughs> it really blindsided us <laughs> i now i think i don't want to cast shade or aspersions at our families the estate agents society in general i think someone should have warned us about that i think in advance i think it should have been more difficult for us to acquire this flat there should have been more (laughs) hurdles financially a a real challenge but yes i realize what all the fuss was about (laughs) it's been quite hectic of late and the the fact that I've had so little time, I'm, I'm like not caught up with listening to the show, which I usually am. Haven't really had time to like sit down and discuss it much. Cause you're not in our new flat. You've been back at work. No. Um, and so the, the weekly schedule. Oh, here's a shame. Alongside, what? Here's a shame. Here's a real shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
because I'm going, and indeed mm. everyone's going. Uh, at the same <laughs> have you time. started an exodus? Yeah, literally. You're uh, taking people to the promised land of northwest London. They have one receptionist and one receptionist who does two nights a week. Oh dear. And they have half a night porter. So they're desperate to get somebody in to do the night porter role who'll mm-hmm. stick around. So now that I'm leaving, it's going up to the old uh, £10 an hour for the mm-hmm. night porter role. Well, that's three quid an hour more than I've been on for a whole year. Oh, no. So that's yep. you've created scarcity. I've I've literally I've created the free market, which I so wow. despised. That's a shame, isn't it? Because now you're that's all you'll be remembered as now, is the person who slogged for nothing. Yeah, and now not only did I slog for nothing, but I became complicit in a system I, I'm not a big fan of. No, you've really fucked everyone over there. So I'd get out of Essex as quick as you can because yep. they're not going to be fans of you. Let me tell you, <laughs> no. not in a big way. Um, but what I was saying was that not only has the weekly schedule felt like we basically never do the podcast anymore, yeah. but on top of that, the hectic rehearsals and tutoring and paying rent and crying about how difficult that is has uh, made it feel even more distant. It feels like there is a vast cavern of time opening up between each and every utterance of this show yeah. as it spews out from its RSS feed into the ears of anyone who's still hanging on. I checked <laughs> our downloads because I... Because uh, I think being weekly, I think people are less inclined to get in touch. Yeah. And I guess that's because we're kind of less of a geographical, temporal feature of their week. Yeah. So that's fair enough. I mean, do get in touch because we still love you. What is our email address? Tass at shame.city. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. But um, I was so I was checking downloads. Is People are still downloading it. So that's good. Well, that's good. It's not just us yeah, shouting. Yeah, I into kind the of expected everyone to have dropped off. Yeah, I, I was. I, I would be with you there. And where better than from premise zero, which is no one is listening anymore, than to introduce something that we've been teasing with the kind of subtlety you'd expect from two people who've who you know made a business of studying symbolism in literature and foreshadowing and that kind of thing, but who haven't got a great track record with planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that eternal struggle, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's what the Bible was basically about. Um, where better than here to, you know, bring to a head something that I have a feeling more astute listeners may already have worked out. It was oh. just around the river. Did we, did we give it away? I think it was not obvious, but certainly not subtextual. It was somewhere no. between the two. That's fair. Um, so... What, how should we introduce this? I think should we do a little bit of of groveling spiel first? Well, I, I feel like having talked about it so, I mean, let's let's be honest about it, frankly, <laughs> at the end of the last few episodes, um, and having just now admitted that that's what we've been doing, um, it's probably just best to just blurt it out, and then we can do the groveling afterwards. Patreon! Ah! We started a Patreon. Now, that's it. Stop. I know what you're about to do. You're about to pull out your earbuds and just cast your phone into the sea. Wait up just a moment. We're not like those other Patreons, okay? First of all, we've got Pretty no money. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got and no second patrons. of all, we're not ever going to get any. <laughs> but we thought as a gesture towards a kind of, uh, well, I guess let's talk a bit about why we've decided to do this because it's not something that we do lightly. And I know you more than I, have been quite uncomfortable about the whole process. Yeah, I, I, there is a part of me, like hangovers from previous ideologies that just mm-hmm. 
I don't feel like we should. I don't feel like we deserve even. Well, no, I mean, penny. I don't feel like we deserve it. <laughs> but if I anyone else like does, is that the idea? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it is. There is. I think it's quite. Um, I don't know. I hate all this kind of as we've talked about before. This ascribing to the British certain broad traits, but if any are accurate, I think the idea that you ask people for anything is kind of drummed out of you at quite an early age yeah. or at, at least it's demonized so much because we have this narrative don't we about like oh the people at the bottom all scrounging off our benefit system and the the papers try their best to try and demonize people who mostly don't exist yeah and are a statistical anomaly but i guess the way that carries over is that we're quite uncomfortable about uh backing ourselves financially yeah and being like we hope you like what we're doing. We get the sense that some of you are. And if you are, then uh, one way to help is this. But needs must. And we have <laughs> just moved. <laughs> no, there are, two, there are two reasons. Like one is obviously like the show costs us money and time to do. But it's money and time that is ultimately fairly trivial. Like I already had a microphone. Yeah. Uh, we pay for hosting. We pay for like a thing that helps us master. But it's not outlandish. No, and I no, think no. I think I've listened to enough podcasts who pretend it is outlandish to know that I hate anyone who lies about that. Yeah. So let's get that out there. We're not losing money hand over fist on something this silly, and we <laughs> not do on this, just on no, just in life, yeah, <laughs> just on all the avocados that I can't stop buying. But there is obviously a sense in which it would be nice to break even, um, just because it takes that particular pressure off. Yeah, and then beyond that. The overall goal, I guess, is like, well, if it could break even, then maybe it could get bigger and we could do more stuff. We could have a nicer end product. Or, Seems to be the gist. Or, or, you know, that we can create more, like, fun I think, and yeah, interesting I think stuff. I think I'm more interested in that than for you, in For you guys, friend. like, uh, some of the, the the tiers of the of the Patreon mm-hmm. involve us, you know, creating more stuff. And I, I mean, I recognise at this point that, for for some of you that may feel like a bit of a gamble with our track record of promising <laughs> things and then but look, we've done an episode different. at least every week we've not missed any and that's no have we missed any i no, shouldn't say that quite so declaratively no. no there no, we go not one. that's not bad so you know it's a brand you can trust shame city exactly and um and we're excited about some of the things we've suggested and we're doing more as well like we're uh, i'm certainly coming closer to having something written on the website which Good. we first promised i think in episode Ooh, 16 or 2015. something <laughs> around the, the diamond jubilee but uh but yeah now that i'm doing writing in order to live uh, <laughs> I, uh, I i'm more inclined to just sit down and do it um yes and we're we've done we did our audio commentary I mean, we said yep. in our Halloween spooktacular that we we're going to do a, a dramatic reading of the Goat Man. Yep. Um, we're we're opening up a merch store. Yeah, one day. I haven't done yeah, that, but no, it'll be but on the horizon. It's it's coming. Like we, I think mainly again. Like another thing that annoys me about people who run Patreons is that it's all framed as like, look at all this stuff that we're doing for you guys. Like it's it is for us. Like, oh, yeah, I want me. I want a that's yeah. a shame pillow, <laughs> and I like recording <laughs> episodes. It's just incidentally beneficial as i guess it is for all artists what about this in sunday in the park with george 
which is a Sondheim musical, guys. As in you guys haven't guessed or weren't about to from the way he dribbles his way through this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great bit where uh, onlookers who are watching George, the eponymous George, who is Georges Chorat, the artist, uh, like dicking around in the park doing some art. He's getting pissed off about how this guy is like, uh, like a cleaner or something in someone's house. And he's like, we we do all their chores, we serve them dinner and stuff. And then the end of that little section is um, work is what you do for others. Art is what you do for yourself. And I think Aww. it's quite fundamentally true, if a little cynical, that, you know, it's people make stuff because they like making it. And then if someone else likes it, that's the bonus. Yeah, true? exactly. Yeah. I mean, we do this because yeah. we like, we enjoy it. And uh, our enjoyment is hugely intensified um, by other people like yeah. enjoying it and the more uh, the merrier and we've got a, a little list i say we i have a little list of, of some people that we can give a little thank you to at the end oh that's a good idea which would be good because there'll inevitably be someone i've missed who won't be listening <laughs> i'll try and <laughs> fill in the that. gaps um maybe we should run through so as we've alluded to there are going to be tears we're not gonna like do this every episode. This is just good. <laughs> and, and again, as well, like don't, I don't think of this particularly as an advert because I think I'm a firm believer of you'll either do this or you won't. Yeah, and I don't exactly. feel like I could persuade you. And I don't feel like I, I want to. And, and certainly, you. certainly not with our meager offerings. No, for I think I'm sake. just, I'm too aware of the fact that like I listen to maybe 50 podcasts with some regularity in a year, like different podcasts. And some of them try their hardest to get me to pledge something. And I'm just not going to, but some don't have to try very hard. And I do, cause you, it's what you resonate with, isn't it? Yeah. It's who you think needs the support. We have a lot of rent anyway. So we've got these uh, <laughs> reward tiers that have been named as follows. Shame surf. Now don't worry about that. That's not in a bad way. <laughs> you may think surf, you think what pre- pre-russian revolution no it's fine this is a better good surf bottom of the feudal ladder is what you think <laughs> and despite what the rest of the titles may imply that's not that's not what we're saying no it's not not the case and we're starting the uh the bidding i was gonna say <laughs> we've changed this this is now ebay the podcast <laughs> we're selling shares in the podcast yeah it's gonna be big at 50 cents an episode 50 cents an episode what's that that's the amount of money that I lose behind a sofa on an average day. That's not true. If I lost anything amounting to that, I would <laughs> have a breakdown. But we're going to have like the basic level. There's this thing. Anyone who knows Patreon, this is dull. So like, feel free to fast forward, but, but don't. There's this thing on Patreon where you just get access to a feed, which is private to people who are patrons of the whatever it is. In this case, the show. Yeah. Shame City. Um, oh, we haven't ever said the URL patreon.com slash shame city but it will come back to it and on there we're going to be posting updates about like you know i don't want to nail it down too much it's going to be fairly general stuff anything that comes to mind there have been lots of instances where we just have a conversation that we want to uh have on air but isn't going to be a whole episode yeah or like photos of things like endlessly sending each other behind the scenes scene stuff and of course it's a good way to have your feedback heard. We're going to open a little Discord chat server. If you don't know what that is, it's like Skype. It's like Skype used to be before it was shit. And it's just <laughs> a kind of group chat thing. 
uh, we'll do all shout outs and things. I'm going to have a little Hall of Fame page on the site. So that's The Surf, 50 cents an episode. Shame Citizen for a dollar. I'm only going to do the highlights now. For for a dollar per episode, right? Less than, what's that? Put that in terms that I can understand, Declan. That's like, if you if you had to like come and see us live mm-hmm. and you had to park your car to come and see us live, the likelihood is it would cost you four times as much just to do that than yeah. it would for one episode of this Mad. podcast. And the highlight for that tier is that we're going to do a patron only bonus episode every month. Yeah. So you'll get a little, I think the way it works is based on my experience of doing the same, you get like a personal RSS feed that you just shove into whatever you use. If it's like Apple podcast, which I would strongly recommend against because it's bullshit <laughs> or pocket cast, which I would recommend for or overcast is also good. You chuck that in and then it will have like all the content for your tier. That, that sort of thing. The one up from that, uh, shame comp troller, <laughs> which I, I hope makes anyone else laugh as much as it made me laugh. This is quick fire shame. Now, this is a new concept for us. It's going to be at least four mini episodes a month. And when we say mini, it's going to be like 10 minutes, that yeah. sort of length, in which we dissect like a news story, a poem, that sort of thing. We'll also write you an Instagram poem on the topic of your choice, which may seem left field, but that will that will reveal itself to be oh, less mad oh, it will. down the line. Um, what else do we have? The one above that, Shame Counselor. We're going to do like a quarterly episode that's like a state of the union about what's going oh, yeah. on, about how you can like give advice and shape the direction. Because I think ultimately, like, there's no reason we wouldn't want to continue doing this in some form as like this is the kind of base level what we're doing at the moment a podcast a week and we want to just expand and see where it goes yeah no we like we we want that and we want people who enjoy the show to influence where that's going and having having you um partake in that having you on the discord having you hear this that kind of state of the union just means that you're you're more intimately involved in in what we do with the show and if you do yes. fucking despise hooked then we'll chuck it. <laughs> that's I, we, your place to air that we, we can't get rid of shame mail because it's it's fucking 80 percent of the feature. show <laughs> that's the only instance of development we've we can account for after 50 episodes of this yeah pretty much um and look i'm not going to read the rest but there are six in total yeah maybe? and obviously it goes without saying um that each successive level includes all of the previous levels yeah we're not gonna like spam you around we're not like oh psych <laughs> you've got you there <laughs> you, you've controlling you, dickhead you signed up to be a shame mayor but you don't even get the simple benefits of the surf <laughs> there's some kind of political analogy in there that we yeah. could reach for but never quite crystallize and then the other part of patreon like again if you know how this works then just sorry about that there's a goal system and that's based on like, once you are making X in a month, you can afford to do Y is, is the basic concept. Yeah. So ours are fairly meager at the moment. We've just got one that's breaking even <laughs> and that's really a goal for us. <laughs> that's literally it's like breaking bad. That's the whole goal of my life at the moment yeah. is that breaking even. <laughs> that's that's going to take you more than a Patreon. I'm afraid. Um, so yeah, that's that's totally about you know us having the pressure taken off about the show. But then we've got a goal just above that, which is going to be to return to two a week, which 
we would really like to do. It's um, it totally is. I think like without any of that kind of disingenuous. Oh, guys, if you could just get us to this goal, we'd love to be able to return to doing eight shows a day. It it certainly is the case that I much more enjoy doing two a week than I'm enjoying yeah. doing one a week. Yeah, same. But it is also very much the case that every free hour at the moment I have to look <laughs> for different people who will pay me to do things. So I have until that emails kind of coming out of my fucking eyeballs from <laughs> so many different people who want different things from me. But I think that's not the case that <clears throat> we shouldn't think of these as like static. Like if it becomes, yeah. if I have a more regular, <clears throat> if I suddenly get an acting job that pays me more than I need, then we can come back to two a week and it can be a yeah. kind of flexible thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not arbitrary. We've thought this through. No. And then we have our top goal is to start a new show entirely in the shame city umbrella. So that's, I feel quite exposed revealing these kind of plans because at the same time as saying, this is what we'd like to do. It's basically saying, these are our dreams. Please don't crush yeah. them. <laughs> Please treat them with some respect. Um, Cause yeah, we're quite strongly committed to, to this in in as we said several times there is nothing no project to which either of us could reasonably no. assess themselves I, as having committed more to no, literally nothing else in my in my whole no. life and we're not going to go on about it we're probably going to chuck in a, a reminder at the top and and the, the end of each show just because that's the done thing yeah. but we're not going to push it because like i say if you can and if you want to it's deeply appreciated if either you can't or you don't want to both of those just absolutely fine yeah and it's just life isn't it and, and again it goes without saying that the the main content the episodes the shows well, will always, always be free for everyone in perpetuity and we're not going to do that thing oh there's this podcast i used to listen to that i just unsubscribed from when they did this they were like yeah the, the main show is going to be around forever and then technically it was but what they did was they kept like the most recent 10 available in the public feed and then they'd remove them and put them behind like a paywall. I was like, well, well that's go fuck yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Get Dreadful. Out. So we'll be doing that next week. Once things have gone south. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's never happening. Now, um, the thing about Patreon, the video. <laughs> yeah, the video, um, we had planned to make it for this week, but I had to come home at somewhat shorter notice to work a yeah. final week at the hotel. And so we haven't had mm -hmm. a chance uh, is that for so. seven seven pounds an hour? Wow, yeah, just just over. Not the not the ten. No, um, it, okay, interestingly, right. it's it's that kind of minimum wage area where they haven't oh. boosted it for nights like they're legally supposed to. But you know, oh, whatever. That's interesting because night is just the dark day, isn't it? Yeah, if you think about it. So how do you even define that in law? You probably. Oh can't. yeah, you probably yeah. It's always day somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? just ask the flat earth. Not going to fool a jury with that one. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, we haven't had a chance to do it, though we have some ideas, he lied. Um, but what I have decided, what I came up with mm -hmm. instead is, uh, is a, a kind of a, a gateway for you, an introduction, mm. because we've mentioned our, uh, our previous video content before, but we haven't yeah. ever really given you any. And I feel as though if we just launched straight into the Patreon video, you would never speak to us again. <laughs> You're saying it might be a bit much. I'm saying it probably would. Too much too soon. Yeah. So I think that it would be um, a good idea to ease you in with uh, some of our lighter work um, that <laughs> we've that we we've made. Um, because this is not our first venture 
necessarily no. into crowdfunding, is it, Isaac? Well, it is, actually. Well, yeah, that's why it I said literally. necessarily. Yes. Once upon a time, the year was what? 2014? That's yeah. good. That must be right then. Yeah. We had this idea, born mostly of that kind of just barrage of free time that comes from doing an English degree. We um, weren't We weren't even at uni when we first came we up the idea. No. Oh. We were, yeah. Where were we? Do we, we have a good origin story? We were chatting on Skype. Skype? Wow. Yeah. We have a really like dull 21st century origin story. Yeah. Which is we, we were came, on Skype. We came up with this idea of what if we entered the mostly, by which I mean entirely dreadful world of monthly delivery boxes. Now, now in 2017, that idea, just saying that, will be met with tuts. I can already picture yeah. Noah rolling his eyes oh, we don't in that you. cynical millennial way, but that's fair enough. Back in the day, this was the this was uh, ground shit. floor of subscription boxes. Loot Crate existed. That was the big one. So big, in fact, that we had to find synonyms for crate <laughs> just well, this, to avoid this was, it. This was our origin story, was that we decided... We found the gap in the market that there was nothing to do with film mm. ever, anywhere, in any sense. Nope, film had been forgotten. <laughs> it was like, like we were Rocky. Oh, right. And um, we decided this would be where we made our fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, but first we needed a name. Yes. Um, it was important to us. And it took us, <laughs> it took us like two hours to come up with this name because, and it was mostly just sent spent sorry uh on thesaurus.com scrolling <laughs> through synonyms for for crates and yes. boxes because film box you can't have no it sounded criminal didn't it, it sound like the kind of thing they found a film box in his attic and that yeah. was the final nail you, in the coffin you know what was in it <laughs> yeah um, um but the basic idea before we get to the name was that it was going to be and there's probably very good reasons that this doesn't exist in the mainstream that probably come down to issues about distribution and things that we never got far enough to look into in our naivety. But the idea was that each month you would send out a curated box that was included. I think initially we wanted to include a film and then to commission literature about it in this kind of pamphlet that would be nicely designed and have like an essay about it from a film critic, some historical context, some like things to look out for, some interpretations of moments and things like that. Just an yeah. all round kind of viewer guide to it. And because it would, done. we were hoping that each each month it would be kind of themed around a genre. So yeah. it'd be like in, how, where it fits into that genre. And so October would be Spooktober, yeah. Halloween films, Happy Halloween, um, that sort of thing. And then on top of that, to kind of pad out the um, the box, we'll come to what now we, we landed on eventually. It was going to be, I think the technical term is random tat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is what loot boxes or, or, are. Or tut could be tut. Yeah, it's yeah. another one. And so it would just be like trinkets, vaguely related, like key rings and badges. People go mad for that shit. They do. Because um, look how big this monthly subscription bullshit has become. And so this was our idea. Uh-huh. And we decided in the end to call it Film, film Trunk. trunk. No. Now, we knew that... <laughs> Do you think we, the name holds up? I think so. I yeah, still I quite like it. And and I think that we actually got a lot further than you gave us credit for in that little really? spiel. Yeah. We, we spent a fair few months on this. Mm. Um, and 
we actually had kind of decided upon loads of different elements before mm-hmm. this. Um, we had kind of figured out what we were going to do distribution-wise to start and then how we might be able to evolve. Oh, yeah, I think I contacted some, like, prop shops and Um, stuff. And we had sort of found somewhere that might be able to make the boxes. And we'd we'd sort of... They were expensive. We'd we'd planned out what we were going to, like, um, how we would divide making the pamphlet and whatnot for the first... Yeah month and we'd sort of found a place where we might be able to make t-shirts and, and things the only thing that we that we didn't have down oh and we spent a lot of time as we'll go on to talk about on our indiegogo campaign oh yeah um but um and we all we needed then was uh, the little trinkets and things to go in mm-hmm. um that we need to be able to get wholesale and we found this place this site that um seem to do the perfect stuff and not at an unreasonable rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like, oh, brilliant, that's there. And then once we'd sorted out all the boring stuff, like distribution and boxes and writing and, and legal things, we went back to go and look at what we'd put in it, and it was gone. <laughs> the site <laughs> was just gone. And we both, in that moment, just gave up. We were like, well, that that's it. We never <laughs> spoke about it again. We were like, put that to bed. <laughs> But what, it, was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, and the apex of the project for me, you know, the apotheosis of creativity yeah. for Film Trunk was one afternoon. It was an afternoon at the very end of term where I was being picked up that day, as far as I recall, yeah. to drive back home from York where we were at university. So I'd packed up most of my room. I had like computer out and some Halloween decorations up, of course, Obviously. because it was, you know, November or something. And, uh, yeah, it must have been, like, about this time, wasn't it? Like, towards the end of this term, at least. Um, And we decided that, you know, what our crowdfunding vision needed was a taste of the project. They needed to be able to actualise and and see the vision laid out clearly in front of them. And we'll be honest, we wanted our faces. Oh, yeah, well, we knew that. You know, we knew that personality was going to sell Film Trunk. And look where it is today. If that's not <laughs> a glowing review of our ability to ship products, then I don't know what it is. So with this time and kind of inventing the process as we went, because I'd not done any like... I'd done little video things here and there, but I'd not done anything major. No. Um, we went about making this film. We had no real plan for what, what was going what to happen. We, no, we had no plan. Yeah, no real uh, our, plan. Our idea was, uh, the, like, the the clearest sense we had of the idea was that the video should be about us failing to make a video. Yeah, and that's the kind of cop-out that I often fall back to in that way, in the, like, postmodern, self-aware yeah cynical way that's like i can't think of a good idea let's make it about that as a concept because it's tried and tested it works well and it you know it's quite different because in crowdfunding stuff in general is very earnest and it's all about come on guys if we all work together we can all get a new smartwatch that's gonna break (laughs) in three months and ultimately be bullshit anyway it's cultish almost quite often there's a sense that you know we're all getting behind this big idea which breaks down to be let's make some money yeah but with that in mind we uh 
we had limited resources available to us as well. Mm. Our only method of filming was my webcam, which is a good <laughs> webcam. Like it's, it's used in professional stuff, but it's no fucking DSLR. And also is attached, can only move in a like four <laughs> foot radius of my massive computer box. So that was fairly limiting. But they do say, don't they, like the dogma movement, that restraint is the mother of creativity, invention, maybe. Yeah. And I'd say that that bore out over the course of this gestation. Yeah, I think it did, gestation. As, it did as well. I think that the, like, that the key points to recognise are we needed to make a, a like a five-minute video. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this point, we'd already made a two-and-a-half-minute animation oh god yeah i forgot about that which we twice i had to make that twice yeah all right we're gonna mention it don't worry not that he's still bitter (laughs) um so we only needed two and a half minutes of content and we filmed an hour of stuff (laughs) which i have to this day we could do something i think that that's like patreon feed stuff oh yeah that's extra content um and Without ever really planning it, it um, fell into quite a particular style. Yeah, and we both fell into um, characterised versions of ourselves quite easily, Mm. which I I don't know what that says, but probably nothing good. I think that the main (laughs) takeaway from it was that we got so much more involved in the filmmaking element. It was like a kind of a high school comedy that, you know, Oh, he thought he really wanted to be on the football team, but really he just turned, turned out he loved cutting the grass. <laughs> like we, we, um, we, we, we spent so much more time putting together this video than we did on yeah. any other element of it. And it's the only bit that was guaranteed not to affect our ability to make money. <laughs> so, <laughs> which we, of course, never did. And no. we, but we had such Lost a like, fun time. It's since sort of spawned into a, a sister project as well which we might mm. talk about at some point but it um and it's also like it is the process that we use to do anything now yeah is that we just put a camera on or start recording like when we've been doing this tv project that we will pick back up once we're in the same place or uh, or indeed this show <laughs> yeah exactly or like filming the birds for dange mm-hmm. which is available on the website somewhere have a little search for it um we just put it on like bang out some content and then edit from there yeah and try and make something of what we have rather than plan the other way around which i guess isn't very practical if you're doing a huge project but when it's just two people it's fine yeah the um the editing of this footage (coughs) happened when i came to visit you like about a month or so later and we it, it culminated in us drunk about 5am as so many things crying do crying with laughter trying to oh, yeah, trying the narration trying to say a single line of dialogue and it was the the line of dialogue in question was the product of maybe an hour and a half of, of trying of different throwing things. a ball around your room trying to think <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that because the way the video ended up kind of falling into place was it was all just done on like what we thought would be funny next, which I guess is how everything's done. Yeah. But it started off with this, us trying to make a very self-consciously uh, in the genre of crowdfunding video and failing. But then we cut to an advert that we've actually made, which is done in like slow-mo. And it has this scene, which remains to this day, the most 
the most perfect example yeah. of something that I've imagined coming out and what I've actually wanted it to look like. I wanted it to look like in 500 Days of Summer and lots of other films, they have this sort of sepia style where everything moves slightly too quickly whilst something unrelated is happening over kind of mood setting shots. Yeah, it looks like... Um, that just looks like kind of cutesy. It looks like um, Victorian footage of Days at the Beach. Yeah. You know? Yeah, where everyone's... And like it's often someone like looking to the side and laughing and it's, yeah. it's all just kind of sweet. So we had that kind of thing. But then the very end of this, I oh know we had to write a little sort of semi poet. Oh yeah. To go that was that. just like, in, like faux inspirational bullshit. Yeah. Like you'd hear in a BMW advert or something. Yeah. Or a perfume like, advert. Driving me is like driving destiny. It smells like tomorrow. <laughs> I think that's almost something that we uh, said in, in uh, we say it's like tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. So we alternate between these lines that mean nothing. There's one that's that you did that's like it's, it's, it's like it's the like warm, coarse touch of your grandfather's weathered hands. <laughs> this is a box of film bullshit that is being described. It's a, it's a badge oh. and a pamphlet in a red box <laughs> that never even exists or existed. And then the very last thing we did, I'd it was around the time that the Skyfall trailer had come out, and I was enamoured. Oh yeah, uh, by the visual effect of the very simple letters of the word Skyfall appearing at the end. They kind of appear set really wide apart uh, and slowly kind of materialise into the word. And I wanted that sort of thing with film trunk. Turns out it's a lot of effort, so we kind of skimped on that. But our very final thing that we were going to do... That's, that's our entire like, career slash friendship <laughs> summed up in a soundbite. We skimped it. On it was more effort than we thought, so we skimped <laughs> on it. I mean, the effect is still yeah, all right. it's, it's fine. fine. But I remember after about half an hour, you were just like, look, you don't know how to do this. Let's move on. <laughs> the, very, the last line of dialogue that we'd worked out was going to be... We, we wanted it to be like the tagline, but also for it to be funny and obviously like not a good tagline. Yeah. And we <clears> wanted <throat> to try and get a kind of gently creepy vibe across as if that the us in the fiction hadn't understood yeah. that it was the wrong thing to say. So we went through a few iterations of that. It was like, um, we know where you live yeah. one, because it's about <laughs> delivery. <laughs> so it's going to be film. Track. I remember. We know where you live. I remember being so wholeheartedly committed to that being the line because it's the most <laughs> incredibly horrid, creepy, yeah, voyeuristic, perverted little tagline. But we went, I, I'm happier now with what we went with in the end, which yeah. was... Another one we had oh, was on. about, it was something like we we touch all the stuff first or something. Yeah. It's like, it, it was to get across the idea that it was like handcrafted, yeah. but with an emphasis on us fondling the product <laughs> before our oily distributed. There's a piece of us in every box, yeah. that sort of thing. But the final take, which took no exaggeration, almost an hour yeah. to, to nail, because we could not get through a single line a single word of it without just cackling i had to like leave the room it was it was the most i have ever laughed in my whole life and it was just trying to say (laughs) it was so long as well it became like a manic because the more we failed the funnier the more pressure was on each record and so if you'll deliver the final line which is not it's not as um overt as as the others that we just mentioned but i think that's why it works because it's like it's believable that 
you could have this yeah. line as the tagline. The, I, I remember because we start by saying film trunk as it appears and yeah. every every recording just began with film trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, right, cut. Yeah. We'll do it again. So the final line is film trunk. We're just outside the door. <laughs> In exactly that <laughs> breathy. I remember we're just outside the door. I, like I remember that we we had to change the iteration slightly. It was originally your door, but oh, yeah. that still just felt outside. too too on the nose because you have to. You could say we're just outside the door, but and yeah. that sounds fine. You can say it as one sentence, but to say we're just outside your door, you have to <laughs> you have to like cadence it differently. And the pause before your and the emphasis yeah. that you have to put on it, um, mean, the rhyme of your and yeah door. means that it just sounds really really creepy. So you'd end up going film it's, truck. It's like we're just outside your door. Brackets with a knife. Yeah. We're just outside your door. <laughs> <laughs> oh no and we had one before was we're right outside your door oh, we're yeah. right outside the door and that one sounded too oh, like and, and there was and, an imminent and death. we're coming through your door <laughs> <laughs> peeping through your letterbox film trunk <clears throat> so yeah what we're saying is um that video remains <clears throat> one of the things that i think is the best thing we've done like it's it came out exactly as we wanted and we didn't even really know yeah. what we wanted it to be like in the first place. Um, and it's going to be until we make a new one. If you go to patreon.com slash shame city, it's going to be the video over there for you to take a look at. And, uh, Oh yeah. There's the animation. Oh my well, God. Yeah. Total nonsense. So we found this software that I, I don't even know why I got it. I think I still have like a lifetime subscription to it. Um, which is called, oh, it's had some really Tune something. Like, Tune something, yeah. And it was basically a way of making those quirky, animated, um, they're often like informational or like a, a startup that's trying to explain their, the way they've disrupted the baggage industry. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. It has presets for, you know, when like a hand on a blank screen writes something on or, or swipes the slide across. But what we discovered was that, um, you could play off the presets and make it into a kind of horrific parody of it because they had these weird, they just had the weirdest like idea of what sort of props you might need in these animated scenes. So we found this penguin who we decided was going to be the lead the penguin. because he has the stare <laughs> of the dead cartoon eyes of a penguin that has looked into the abyss. He's really like the penguin in The Wrong Trousers, Wallace and Gromit. He's yes. got the, those same kind of cold, dead eyes of, uh, of yeah. you know, unresolved childhood trauma, kind of just beaming yeah. straight out. He looks through He's the screen. He's the absolute mascot of Film Trunk. For He would be just outside the door, yeah. and that would be the last thing he saw. And so we set about making this... The animated portion has to be kind of more informative because it's where the actual meat of what the project was because the bit that we recorded told you was, nothing was anything but <laughs> if anything it obscured the project and made it sound more like our campaign to come and beat you up in your own bed. <laughs> every month for the low low price 9.99 or whatever it was it was higher than that but anyway we just giving there was this penguin and we created this narrative that was based around the penguin who was the film chunk mascot 
but hated film yeah, it, as he a wanted concept. nothing to do with it and then there was this really upbeat i think the cartoon man who he found was made to be kind of lying down it was in a amazing your french he, girls style. but he whatever angle you put him at he was in like some yeah. sort of form that we wanted either running some or kind of leaning hateful, or like he was just so oh, jovial yeah and like jocular just like come on guys it's film and the idea was that he was trying to persuade the penguin. It was like one of those nightmares, be, like in, from a, a mm. David Lynch or something, where there's someone relentlessly upbeat taking you through this world of you just compare our film trump video to David Lynch? Subtly, okay, I thought we'd get away with it. <laughs> um, so, like, the penguin's just not interested, and this guy, no matter what he says, is like, great, knew you'd love it, come on! <laughs> yeah, it's relentless. And there's a bit, like, where it's revealed that his wife was killed. <laughs> in the middle of our oh, no, video. The- yeah, the house gets crushed or something. Yeah, it just it? falls out of existence to reveal the film yeah. trunk tour. <laughs> there was really very minimal animation you could do. But one of the things that we really enjoyed was that you could uh, rotate the penguin on like two different axes. So he could be looking slightly to the left or looking very slightly to the right. And there's a bit where he's like looking at the guy oh, yeah, he, and then he, turns away. He, it's, it's because he says... Uh, he says, like, oh, you're the worst when the guy says, oh, oh yeah. we'd like money from you. And he's like, you're the worst. Yeah. And the guy just says, your wife is dead. <laughs> with his upbeat <laughs> smile. Exclamation and, mark. And, and then the penguin just moves just, like just, eight just, degrees. He just flips, just like flips over <laughs> and suddenly facing it's the direction. So it's the saddest little, <laughs> the saddest beast that there ever was. There is also one of the greatest uses of the menorah in animation. Go and to find date. it out. Like, you, you just need to see it. Yeah, um, it's just another of the props that they thought was going to be like the, the top 20 yeah. most needed in our scene. <laughs> we spent essentially one day um, mm. making this, like just hours and hours and hours. And it, it was really a very long process because yeah. it was kind of the whole software resisted the use case yeah. that we were putting it through. It was all made to be like just kind of like a, a fancier version PowerPoint, of PowerPoint. Yeah. But we were trying to make it into a little film and, and it was arduous as fun. And your girlfriend was coming over at the time. My then yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, your then girlfriend was coming over at the time. And uh, so we had to like save it and then leave. And then we saved it. And then she came round and we were like, oh, we'll show you this video. And we went on. She was already annoyed yeah. by the whole thing. She was annoyed that I think we were supposed to be spending time together. She was annoyed that I was there. my boyfriend was there. <laughs> Which is a recurring theme in all of my relationships, you'll be pleased to know. <laughs> I Even better so. now, we live together. <laughs> Unavoidable. Hooray. Um, but yeah, so she was already annoyed and, and not really in the receptive audience mindset no, for this that you penguin. Need to watch the penguin <laughs> dick around for three minutes. And then I don't know how it happened, but... The whole thing was gone. We, it was the only... All we had saved was like the first iteration of the first two scenes. Yeah. Scenes. <laughs> I think scenes. But I think you'd I you either remembered it really well or had been yeah. kind of storyboarding it I, after I, we'd done I went, it because there was some evidence. I went home and I like you know, I sensed the mood. I felt I wasn't yeah. welcome. <laughs> Did that come across from her icy stare? You know. <laughs> she and I, we, 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 we got on, but uh, I could tell when, when it was my time to go. Um, <laughs> but um, unfriended me now. Imagine that. <gasps> wow. But uh, 
I went home and I just sat in bed and in a kind of fever dream. It was like I went into a trance. Remember Isaac Mendez from Heroes, the first series? The guy <laughs> the who painter. paint the future. Um, yeah. That was uh, that was me. I just kind of like, my eyes... <laughs> painting the my past, eyes <laughs> which is a far easier <laughs> fucking job. That's wow, like one of those, your pitch for one of those kids' character. superpowers in the 11 plus. <laughs> I'd like to be able to paint things that already happened that I was intimately involved in creating. I like to think that they made a whole pilot where his his power was that he could paint the past, and then someone watched him and was like, "It's just a bit of shit." That's just painting. <laughs> they went from there to like just paint live painting. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I like is that from from what I remember, he, he could not paint like the the actor. So when yeah, so it was one of those cases where either it would just cut to him rubbing a. a dry brush on a finished painting <laughs> or they would do these bits where he just kind of like did three broad sweeps across the screen and suddenly and it, it was there. claire hayden panettiere <laughs> dressed as a cheerleader yeah so i'm like you know eyes rolled back in my head kind of scribbled this mm-hmm. down woke up to it next to me and we we had to like painstakingly put it back together oh, that it was, was a fun day but yeah all this to say that this video head over <laughs> to patreon.com slash shame city while you're there i mean consider your options um but more importantly just visit upon yourself the uh, specter of film trunk as it could have been imagine if people watched it and were like don't want to give anything to this bullshit patreon but film trunk does this indiegogo still exist i'm in it might maybe actually. it will it must be somewhere yeah i don't know if we ever completed no, it probably not but there we go so that's the Patreon hour. Yeah, now we've done an hour-long pitch for you. Um, we um, have some some real anniversary content, don't we? Mm, I'm excited because I don't no, know. No, because you didn't bother to fucking do anything, did you? You ungrateful <laughs> bastard. No, I um, no. <clears throat> I decided well because we um, we did uh, as we've mentioned before uh, another show before this with your friend yes. Matthew. And for the... Our friend Matthew. Yes, our friend Matthew. At, at the time, it was when I... The, oh, my yeah. first you didn't know. Introduction, apart from one memorable time in Courtyard eating curry. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, for the 10th episode of that, which mm-hmm. back then, that was that was a milestone. That was, like, that was a huge milestone. Yeah. I, actually, to be fair, it was for us on this as well. It's literally called the one with the milestone. Yeah. But whatever. But it, it felt like a bigger deal. Um, it did. Because we were only ever one a week with that. If that. <laughs> lots of lots of spurious weeks without. Yeah. But um, you created, because we were all big on the Hearthstone scene back then. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was, I made a quiz with audio effects. Exactly. And, and so I figured I would visit it upon myself to make a That's a Shame quiz for you. Mm. So we have 10 questions here. Can't wait to get them all wrong because I don't remember it week to week. You're going. I think you'll do better than you expect, but also okay. I have okay. made some of them very hard. Now, some of these, okay. some of these, I am counting on you not to cheat. Okay. Oh yeah, I won't cheat. Um, there's one question where I will allow you some resources. Okay. okay. Wow, this is like a proper know, game show I'm vibe. Fucking like, do you think is... I should edit in a bed of like game showy music? Yeah, definitely. Okay, that will start now. There it is. So we start you off nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you've mentioned earlier on 
our inaugural episode, oh, the pilot. I Give remember it us well. a taste there in your living room. Now, things got off to a bit of a rocky start with the podcast. We um, we decided to give ourselves somewhat of a baptism of fire. Mm. Which famous British disaster <laughs> resulting in the loss of 96 lives did we joke about in our very first episode? Now, I'm going to take issue with joke about because it was it comes down to that, you know, use versus mention. Right, I see, yeah. It was no, you're probably right. Incorrectly. I can't remember what I was trying to You were talk trying about. to think about Hillsong, I think it's oh, yeah. called the big mega church. <laughs> yeah. And, and you I decided it was Hillsborough. Hillsborough <laughs> as in the Hillsborough disaster. And I could not be more sorry. <laughs> Hailing Betraying from the air your roots. Yeah. You one are, for one. Ding. You are correct. There we go. Now, also in that first episode, <laughs> if you remember. I hope that this quiz reveals itself to be entirely based on the one episode you've listened to in research. No, it's not. Oh. I didn't even listen back to it. Wow, you just know these things. I do. Goodness. I only had to listen for one answer in this. That's pretty good. Um, now, also in that episode, you'll, you'll perhaps remember that the thrust of the episode was that we were going to decide what in the name of Holy Fuck the show was and what oh, it was yeah. called. Um, So we had various pitches for names between us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they hailed from all various parts of the psyche, um, uh, different inspirations, different ideas as to what the show might be and where Mm -hmm. it might go. Now, I came up with a particular one that we weren't huge fans of. Mm -hmm. And I did, in, in all fairness, come up with it in that, horrid haze of just having woken up early in the morning not <laughs> early in the morning have a quick sidebar yeah so you remember i must have told you before about uh my friend jacob every so often sends me one word jokes yes that he's just come up with in exactly this uh period Moment. of time yeah yeah that creative sparkle that you get when you just wake up yeah he sent me the other day the one word joke morangatan <laughs> someone saw it over my shoulder at rehearsal and were like what's what's that i was like don't ask that's Can't great explain. <laughs> that's so good but yeah i mine was not as good and i don't know why i thought of it no because it involves two things that i don't enjoy um but I came up with a mad, unrelated pun name mm-hmm. for the show. What and I have to remember it. What was it? I remember it was about Star Wars. Yeah. And I think it was something like um uh oh, it was maybe about a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is was it like I'll give this... you a clue. It's okay, a, a combination of a book title. Okay. And a planet. Uh, hmm. No, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it was Flowers for Alderaan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what nonsense. Imagine if and we'd we didn't been called that. that. One, did we? No. <laughs> we had ah. a weird uh, question mark system going on, and it didn't even reach it to that stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so you're. One for, one for two. It's not, not bad. bad. That's not bad. No, it, it could be worse. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's find one that you might uh that you might be able to get. Okay, here we go. So more recently than this, 
Mm-hmm. We created our first three-part special, <gasps> the Block yes. Switch Project. Oh, I was hoping that was going to be the question. No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I'll take Block Switch Project, comma, the. Um, I, I, just as an in-jake for us, the initial question for this was going to be, what was the original title of that episode? <laughs> I can't remember where I was. Can you not? No. Is oh. it bad? It's quite bad. Okay. <laughs> Tell me after we, the show. We, 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 we were going to call it that for the entire time that we were recording. And then we decided at the last minute to look up just oh, how bad it was. Oh, yes. I and then, and then realised it was very... <laughs> it was a pun on Walsall. And I'll leave it to listeners to establish the rest. Yeah. And um, then it's not on me if you've come up with it. Yeah. But the artwork for the Block Switch project yeah. um, is wonderful. But you did utterly plagiarise it from the DVD cover <laughs> for its namesake, the Blair Witch I'd Project. I'd say was inspired by... Directly stole. Yeah, inspiration the, the takes same, many forms. The same, the same picture. Similar. The same picture. Same actress. Um, oh, Isaac, you've mm. hit on the question there. Well, I'm not going to know what the answer. What is the name of the character featured... Oh, is it uh, Sarah? No. <laughs> is it Rachel? No. Is it Maudie? I feel like this could be a long episode. <laughs> is it Brigitte? <laughs> That's right. It was Brigitte Bardot. Brigitte which? <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid know. it was Heather Donahue. Oh, I said I knew it was Heather. Mm. Well, I just didn't know just didn't in the it. sense that I had the answer to no. hand. Okay. It unlocked in the back of my mind. I mean, yeah. one for three. It's getting more disappointing now. You need to kind of pull this. Look, up. I've never said I was good at quizzes. Isaac. Yeah. We've um we've developed a somewhat uh close bond, you and I, with mm-hmm. a certain online blogger. The oh, yeah. inimitable Danielle. Yeah. Um and she has given us a lot of um food for thought. Over the past few months. Food banks for thought. That's exactly what I'm on about, you mm. see. But what I want to know is, in which of Britain's many depressing towns did we and Danielle discover an abundance and yet a dearth of food banks? Was it Blackpool? Oh, I'm going to give you... Another go. Your first letter is correct. I think much more depressing than Blackpool. Oh, no. Block switch, you said. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all come full circle. Um, hmm. Was it Bognor Regis? No. (laughs) Damn. Bognor Regis Food Bank. You think that was a title of one of our episodes? Oh, is it a title of an episode? Yeah. Oh, okay, right. I might be able to get it from that then. Come on, you can do this. Um, oh, you'd really That's think right. I could. That's you? right. It's dog blog. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Food Bank. I can picture it now. What was it like? Episode twenty something. There's a big potato on it with eyes. Fuck. There's a mistake I hate in this it. Quiz. There's a mistake in it because the episode title is Have I not changed it? Food yet? Banks, no. And the other one is Food Bank oh, no. on the image. Come on, Isaac. You got five oh, seconds. Basingstoke. Yes. Oh yes. Basingstoke. It, it was when you said the eyes of the potato, I could see it. I could see what it was looking at. Well you know? 
well <laughs> done. Who's <laughs> looking at your mistake on the art? <laughs> okay, that's good. Do I get a bonus point for no, trying really hard? No, you get minus three points. <laughs> oh, no. So you're on minus one out of four. <laughs> no, you're on two out of four. You're back to 50%. Okay. So you're that's all right. That's good. That's now, what I'm aiming for. Um, we're a global podcast. Oh, in a big way. We Japan have listeners couldn't all be more interested. over the world. But more importantly, we ourselves have taken this podcast's podcasts <laughs> podcast <laughs> is that what we drive around yeah. in yeah <laughs> the that's a shame podcast it's like that's one of our patreon goals <laughs> if we can make twenty thousand dollars an episode we'll buy a podcast and drive you all around in it <laughs> day in day out we've taken this podcast to the streets we've mm. taken it to the floor we've taken yep. it to essex and in yes. one memorable episode to my <laughs> girlfriend's parents car in the oh, street yeah. which episode was that and that was what um, was it called i believe it was episode 12 it was and i believe it was called political hypocritical that is correct well done oh, sir. speed bonus yeah <laughs> no three out of five <laughs> <laughs> okay so um in our bid to be global we have um we've gone far and wide for uh, yeah. for research for this show and in episode yeah. 24 the ferrymen we discussed our disparate trips uh, in terms of both quality and destination yeah on large commercial boats yes but from which small Welsh coastal town oh, did I off. set sail? As if I'm going to remember that. <laughs> I didn't remember it while you were saying it. <laughs> wow, I'm glad you really like my contributions to the show, Isaac. <laughs> it had a stupid name. It very right? much did. Um, I'm going to need to... Do I get any like lifelines? Uh, Can I phone any Welsh friends? No. Um, I'll, I'll give you a clue. Okay, give me a clue. It's animal-related. Dog park. (laughs) Dog park port. That's it. It was dog park port. Well done. (laughs) Wrong. I can't remember. What was it? It was called Fishguard. Oh, I did know that. (laughs) Fuck's sake, I hate quizzes. There's nothing I hate more than the the memory just slotting into place after the fact. Because it was there taunting you the whole time. Yeah. What if was. this quiz diagnosed me with some kind of memory condition? What, like that Agatha Christie thing we spoke about mm. with her novels? When she couldn't Getting remember about elephants. <laughs> How's it? Getting worse. She forgot worse. the word for elephants. Yeah. <laughs> now. Okay. What am I on? Three out of? Six. You got four okay, left. That's, that's fine. Come 50%, on. 50%. Now, today. Yep. Wednesday, the 8th of November, 2017, is our 50th mm-hmm. episode special. Woo! It is quite the Toby Milestones King milestone for it us. Is. And I feel yeah. confident in saying, as we have already, uh, that this is the most time or efforts that we've ever dedicated to anything in either of our lives. Yeah. So tell me, on what date did we release our first episode? Oh, fuck off. Now... I will give you five days either side. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. I'm not going to think about it too much. I'm just going to try a new memory technique that I've made up where you, well, you just, just say the first your thing. fingers and blink and say the first thing. And I'm going with April 18th. That is spot on. Oh, <laughs> is it actually? Yep. 
Exactly. And, and also, I looked back, and it's controversially a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Yeah. I thought we had the release schedule it, when we started. I mean, feel free no. to go back and and have a look. But yeah. Oh wow! I must get extra for that, surely. You, I'll, I'll give you an extra point. Yes. So you're now on what five out of seven. Oh, that's great. There you go. That's good. That's I've good. already won then. Um, anyway, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so. You've got three left. Okay. You've got a gimmicky one. Ooh. You've got, uh, well, you've got just a, a basic question, really. <laughs> that and one got, sounds fun. And you've got the <laughs> you've got the big finale. Okay. Okay. So that's a shame. Has I mean, we've always boasted uh, quite strong ties to the cultural zeitgeist, mm. and our episode titles are. A, a real testament to this. Yeah. So Especially in, the one that we have waiting for this one to be called. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um in that in that vein, relevant as ever, which is our mm-hmm. only episode title to feature the name of a character from Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> the ever relevant Top um, Gun. <laughs> well, I'm not sure is my first answer. Now, when you say a character, could it be like, was there a background character in one of the scenes called Mr. Blockswitch? No, there wasn't. But if okay. you'll remember from Top Gun, they all have their like flying nicknames. Yeah. They're mostly birds, aren't they? Goose, duck. Goose, the one that dies, I think. Yeah. Duck, I might have made up. <laughs> I'm fairly certain you have. <laughs> Which doesn't bode well. Um, They're mostly based on birds. You can think of two and only one of them was real. <laughs> um, hmm. This is, see, there's a dual challenge to this question, which is that I can't remember any Top Gun characters other than Goose. And I can't remember any episode <laughs> titles other than the ones that have other come than the Block so Switch far. project, which Pretty we much. stole. So, uh, so it's not, you're not going well. I'm going to, I'm going to pass. I'll tell you what, if I, if I say the number. Okay. Yeah. That might narrow it down. I'll give you half a point. If you can then tell me either. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll give you half a point. If you can tell me the the character. So it was episode nine. Episode nine. Bloody hell. I didn't even know we did an episode nine. It doesn't help that it's our, probably our maddest title. I know episode eight was called shame city. That doesn't help. Does me. that there help? There was no <laughs> Top Gun character called that. And episode 10 is the one with the milestones. So surely the fact that I'm zeroing in is worthy of the judges just upping the mark a little bit. Episode 9 was... <sighs> no, I don't Isaac, know. you've embarrassed yourself. I'm going to be so upset. Episode 9 is Victorian Lasers, Iceman's, oh, Iceman's Revenge. Revenge. Fuck sake, Iceman. That's, I should have got that. I should have got you that. should. Yeah. So, There's no excuses. Take yeah. away all my points. Noughts <laughs> <laughs> for eight. Burn the quiz. <laughs> now, we're coming down to the final two. Okay. Okay. So, the penultimate question. It's a big mm-hmm. one. I hope that you can, uh, you can get it right. Yeah. The question is, what has been your favourite episode um, my favourite episode has was the one about 
Do I have to have the title? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wheel of Cheese. Isaac, that is correct. Oh, yes. I literally have written here, just in case, brackets, wrong, it's Wheel of Cheese, in case you said <laughs> any other episode. So, oh, that's good. well done. You're now oh, six good. for nine. That's great, isn't it? The pass mark is seven. Oh, fuck. Could have led with that. No. I had to see how well you'd done before we got to the final. I see, I see. Okay, here we go. But this should be easy for you. Mm. I mean, this this should be easy for you. You'd be surprised. Because this this final question really cuts to the heart of everything that is, uh, that's a shame, that is shame city. But more Mm. specifically, Isaac, that is you and your involvement. (sighs) Because you have found mugular fame with your (laughs) incredible catchphrase, word of mouth is best of mouth. Uh But can you, Isaac, remember the episode in which this shiny oh. nugget of plugging gold was oh, first no, that's so hard. panned into existence by the hands of your mind. The hands of my mind? Yeah. I think I've got a great big grandfather clock for a brain. <laughs> you pervert. Um, okay, so I think it was quite early, but I've, my sense is that it's in the 20s. Can you give me any... I can say that you are correct thus far. Okay. I'm going to say it was in the first half of the 20s, but for no particular reason, if I'm (laughs) honest. (laughs) How am I doing? You're doing reasonably well. Now, I'm going to say that you may use the website to help you. Oh, really? Okay. You can look through the episodes. Have a little look through. See if Shane City. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not a website, but if anyone called Shane... Small mistake, big error. Domain. Yeah, that's going to be the death of me. Okay, well, there's a good feature where the site's down at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Well, it's not loading. But luckily, I have all the episodes. Okay, that is good. So let me just get them up. Uh, What's this show called? That's a shame. Episode archive. Right, I'm looking. Um... 20s so we had the one without a milestone debatable digital style dog blog jesus is my wheelchair chaos what the fuck was chaos chaos was where we got called from nigel by the from the labor party Uh, yes he needed to talk to us about brexit i'm gonna so i'm allowed to use any aspect of the website which has now loaded yeah but you uh, rather than other than like listening to all of listening them, to all the episodes. <laughs> which I had to do last night to find out which one it was. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to remember like what happens in most of them. I don't think it would have been episode 21. I do think it could have been episode 22 digital style. Uh, that's my current favorite. I don't know why it just feels like the title made me think of it. So I guess there's some link there subconsciously. I don't think I'm going to do much better, but let it be known that my second guess was episode 24, should my first fail. I'm going to lock in 24, Mike. Tell me what I've got. What your, what's your first answer? 22. 22 is yeah. your first answer. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that you are one out. Oh. You can make, make, Another guess. make your decision. So 21 was called, I've just shut it. (laughs) That was a good idea. 21 was debatable and 23 is dog blog. I don't feel like 
I don't really remember what debatable was about, but I don't feel like that's probably because it was. Oh, it was um, about your debate. Yeah, it's probably because it was mostly my content, wasn't it? And you don't fucking listen, do you? You Never listen. (laughs) I feel like debatable was a a Declan-led episode. I just don't think I'd have had the confidence to come out with something so flagrantly inspired. I'm going to go dog blog. I'm afraid it's 21 debatable. (laughs) I did my fucking best to help you. However, uh, <clears throat> however, in order to get the all-important seventh mark that you need to pass, um, uh-huh. there is a bonus to this question. Do I have to perform the theme no, tune? Please Damn. don't. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> the, quest- the bonus question... Okay, no, don't, you said. ...is that word of mouth is best of mouth was not the first iteration of that phrase. <laughs> really? Yes. That's you, in fact self-edited word of mouth is best of mouth before you ever released it to the world. And the initial catchphrase was word of mouth is best of what? All. Correct. (laughs) And uh, I I think if you have time, you should, uh, you should, Go into episode 21 and, and get a little soundbite of you coming up with it. Maybe pop it on the end of the show or something. Okay, because, yeah, I'll do, uh, that. I'll do that. Because it's, it's, uh, it's quite the genesis, it's quite the origin story mm. of you stumbling your way through every word. Each word, you're not sure what the next <laughs> one is. You're like, because, you know, spread the word. Word, word of, of mouth of... is best of uh, <laughs> all. And then I, I'm like, what are you on about? And you say, well, well I'm... I don't know where I was going. I was going to say something like <laughs> word of mouth is best of mouth. And then I tell you, you're <gasps> fucking horrid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the classic setup, isn't it? But yeah, share the show around. Word of mouth is, is best of all. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a phrase. I was, trying, I was going to end up with something like word of mouth is best of mouth. That's, but it, it meant nothing. That's it sounded a, gross. That's a crime. So I, I left <laughs> it's it. It's definitely yeah. cause to have you listed. Well, thank you for preparing that quiz. And thank me for doing so gosh darn well. In wow, yeah, it, right wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a cumbersome <laughs> and trying process at all. <laughs> um, Memory is a challenging thing, though. Now, we've got... Um, We've got two more little things to come yet, haven't we? In this episode, I know we have. Yeah, we've got. That's mad. I know. This is a veritable treasure trove of content. Well, it's our fiftieth episode, and we had promised that once we went down to one a week, that our content would definitely improve, and it definitely came through. Oh no, we didn't. (laughs) So the best, the best that we can do at this point is to at least make sure that our anniversary special is a good episode. So, um, what we have left is. Um, I have a special shame mail segment just waiting for everybody. Oh, you teased this. But before that, it seems only fitting that we use episode 50 to finish off what has been the closest we've had to a feature, really, other than shame mail of late. Yes, that's true. And that is to finish off the much ignored for the last 10 (laughs) episodes, Proust Questionnaire. Not, Not Proust Questionnaire. No, so we'd done, uh, I think, 33 of them. All but the last of two, yeah. So here we are. I think the important thing when you get to a milestone, you know, like if we were turning 50, there is a kind of, like we said at the beginning, it's a time to look forward and a time to look back. It's reflection, but also projection to, uh, to question 34. How would you 
like to die. Oh, great. (laughs) Where better than our celebration (laughs) episode to discuss our means of transition from one plane to the next. So, were I to shuffle off this mortal coil, Mm -hmm. how would I best like it to be? Shuffled. Um. I suppose I, I, the last thing I'd want is shuffled. That implies a kind of slow, kind oh, of off uh, you get, staggered, stuttering process um, that would surely... Mm. I've got a clarification point okay. for this question. How would you like to die now? Is it asking specifically about the means or is it asking in a more general sense about the circumstances? Cause it, could you say like with, a blaze of glory? Or like my, with my family around me. With dignity. In my prime. Top of the... Oh, in your prime. I'm just saying, you know, in case... (laughs) That could be... Because I was thinking that you certainly don't want to die in disgrace because there's a lot of evidence to come out. (laughs) There's no danger of that. There's there's nothing to disgrace about this. (laughs) I like to think that even sat alone in the flat when you said this, you gestured to your own self. (laughs) I did. I did. No, I gestured around the whole room, actually. You're already part of it. It's quite upsetting that you would know that. This um, is like when you fake apologise to someone and I called you out for it afterwards because I knew that <laughs> knew your insincere hand gestures. Here you go, guys. This is a quick little bonus feature that I'm doing called how to fake an apology. What you do. It's all about projecting sincerity. And, uh, you know, you come around. You want to get on there. There's a psychological element to this where you want to see the world from their perspective. So if someone's angry and they're having a go and they're can I, giving can I make a, bouncy a, like a little um, edit there that it's, um, it's mm-hmm. not that you want to see it from their side. You want them to think that, that you're yeah, seeing and it also from their side, but really for them not to look yeah, at you. <laughs> you're making them see the world from your perspective. Clever, then they're not clever. looking into your own eyes. <laughs> yeah. And you come round, you get an arm on the shoulder, that sort of vibe, and you put out this gesture that I can only describe as the strong hand of justice, <laughs> and it slices down, bisecting the problem, and thereby just just robbing each half of it of its power that it had before. As you say, look, I I get it, I understand, I see you, and you see me, and we but don't look at me. forward now, not as enemies, but as friends united and all of these words that i'm punctuating even now with this slice of sincerity and then that's it there's just that's the problem done isn't it yeah i think it seemed yeah. to work that night it works every time i've ever yeah. used it so far maybe it won't work now that i've told people no. about it but i'm willing for I, them i to have honestly have like ever since then been waiting for you to use it on me just so that i can <laughs> fucking now look, it's 51 you you're off the show now look i see things from from your perspective <laughs> i can see you might think i i was part of that show but but look from from here we can both see that really it was always at the core um okay well which would you like us to do like the the method of death or the well, state let's do okay um because surely the only answer to how you'd like to die is like quickly yeah. and painlessly. Who's Do you want to be go like, in your sleep? Dragged out. No, not You'd really. like to be there for the end. I don't, because the idea that you can die in your sleep, which I know is possible, just <laughs> <Almost> really <probable. laughs> will keep me up. <laughs> well, then that's a beautiful little irony. <laughs> Can't die in your yeah, sleep if you're too afraid to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a healthy way to live. Um, 
So no, I, I I used to think I'd like to go in my sleep because I wouldn't want to be there. But there's a part of me now that kind of in a just a, a sort of defiance would quite like to be there. Yeah, when it happens. That's why whenever I'm crossing a level crossing, if someone you look else is straight driving, at the train, you always stare straight <laughs> yeah. at where the train might be. <laughs> you do that when you cross it on foot as well. <laughs> yeah, I do. Obviously, even more reason. So because you need to know that they've seen they've seen the life they extinguish so that they're really traumatized yeah. by the signal failure that led to your death. But yeah, you always want to look it in the eyes, don't you? You don't want to cower no, away. No, of course not. Be sure that train was um, what? Exactly. I don't like the idea of dying in sleep because I just, what happens next is upsetting and I don't want to be found in bed because that's a very <laughs> private. Like I won't have done, I won't have had a I shower. I can imagine your ghost being so fucked off about that. <laughs> And I bet the room wouldn't be like, I might not have folded my clothes away that night. I might have just left them hanging over the chair. Of, um, I'm not having God, that. imagine dying with a cold nugget in your hand. Cold McChicken nugget. nugget. Oh, I see. I thought you meant of wisdom. <laughs> like you had more to give. <laughs> no, you're, you're, no, you're very case. much spent. <laughs> at um, also, a problem is that, you know, like what if you were listening to a particular ASMR, ASMR yeah, podcast this, to go to sleep. I don't want to be found no. with Tony Bomboni shouting into my No, ears. exactly. <laughs> Tony Bomboni's bath episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incriminating. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So so awake, but at the... Surely, I, I think, like towards the end of your... What, your life i mean obviously it is by, yeah, obviously it's wanna... by default <laughs> if you're dying <laughs> but yeah at the right stage like at the what is it the autumn of your years yeah. that sort of thing before the no the, no, no no the winter the, the beginning of winter yeah. of your years. although saying that of course my true answer is that i'm not going to and don't no, want no, to no of course and so i would be willing to hang on uh in increasing states of <laughs> indignity <laughs> just for the off I'm, chance that next week a robot i'm will be already investing all of my money in this technology <laughs> so that hopefully by the time we get there i own it all and i'm the one who gets to decide <laughs> what state you have to transition into is it full going full it's toaster just, it's not san junipero dream of being the toaster <laughs> you're gonna be like that neglected Electric rolling pin opener. at the back of the cupboard <laughs> Right in the dark. Oh, no. That's not even a robotic. No, <laughs> just in a bit of wood. That's I'll just put a little chip in you, <laughs> in a rolling pin <laughs> and leave it there. Um, um, but so, yeah, so what have we established? Obviously, first and foremost, not going to. Yeah. Secondly, hypothetical, to, yeah. It's got to be quick. Yeah. Um, not in our But sleep. I also do want the... Um, Would you like to I know it's going to I think Would you so, like anyone only if I'm not scared. Now this is something I don't actually know because I I feel as though both parts would appeal to you in different ways. Would you like someone else to be there? This is I'd like the whole country <laughs> to be watching. Cuz if not because the whole part plan. of me like thinks that also you'd quite like no one to be there because in in that same like bedroom it's idea mysterious. of the intimacy of it that you don't like people kind of seeing you eat like I was born alone. So <laughs> And I shall go out as such. Yeah. Um, but also yeah, that I think that you are very much the sort of person who, if you were to die, which you won't, but you could, um, you would mm. very much want the opportunity for some last words. Oh, my God. I've written them already. <laughs> <laughs> Keats, eat your heart out. Sondheim said. <laughs> Imagine if you died midway through your last words. That would be so upsetting. That would be dreadful. 
Isn't there like the but probably yeah. one of those urban myth stories of the general on the battlefield who like couldn't think of anything and was like make something up <laughs> that I said and the guy just <laughs> wrote that down instead. <laughs> like, remember his last That's words correct. were, "I can't think of anything. Make it up." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Insert last words here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Strategy. I don't know how old I'd like to be. Mm. I know that it's like one of the kind of the follies of youth that you think you don't want to get old, but I really don't want to get old. I like I I weep openly watching old people when they're on TV. But I just think I <laughs> even if it's just like a newsreader, even if it's just Michael Parkinson selling them insurance, I just oh, uh, no. I get a bit like <gasps> you had so much promise, Michael. Is that Michael Parkinson? Yes, that is. Yeah, good. Um, so, but I I think yeah, I I I will hedge my bets and say that I would quite like to uh, to to go when I'm old. What about being shot? Would you like to um, be shot? No, definitely not. Oh. No. I hear it's quite quick, though. Well, it depends where. Right, but this one was fatal. Yeah, but it could still be fatal, but take, like, an it's hour. It's over in, like, 20 minutes max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No, it's instant. It's like uh, of mice and men. It's me putting you out of your misery, is what I'm saying. <laughs> are, you, are you in or out? <laughs> Episode 100's going to be big, guys. Hang on. <laughs> Stick around. If we haven't Declan's got... final if hurrah. If we haven't reached our Patreon goals, we're going together <laughs> off the balcony. We're right outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I don't know about method. I think I just quite like to. I'd like to know it was happening. I maybe I'd. I'd. Well, I don't know. I don't like the idea of um, relying on a machine to live, but I do quite like the the kind of poetic nature of turning off the switch of having a bit of control mm. over when you go. So maybe I could just like get them to put me on one anyway <laughs> when <laughs> I'm on, ready guys. to go, just turn it off. What about like, if you could donate your body to science, but the caveat is like, it's going to be the most important experiment ever and you'll be remembered for it, but you're alive throughout it and it kills you. I would hate that because um, if it, if that were the case, then the much like most autopsy reports and stuff like I reckon that all of the findings would be would be like public mm. and so I think you've got that, some stuff to be ashamed of well I know but I just don't no, want no, it's them fine to, it sounds like that's I don't want them you know yeah uh, you don't need to explain there. I don't want yeah, them, that, you know I don't want them saying right, I've got like a, a, a meager liver or anything like that oh a liver is what you're worried I see okay oh were you Oh, you were thinking? No, 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 no. Right. Nothing, nothing to to. Well, to, just do it then. Just donate. Just do the science death. If no, you've got, uh, no, you've got no, no, no. No, it's not that I've nothing got to no, hide. Nothing not, to no, fear. This nothing to hide. It's, oh, so I've got, you've got a I've lot got to hide. Too little to hide. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about if it were not science, but to art, and your corpse was going to be used <laughs> in like the most powerful you were going to be Damien Hurst has gone fucking mental <laughs> <laughs> he needs to murder you live in formaldehyde for his next oh, piece what if I'm like am I going to be like Hannibal like that that yes. artwork that Don't Will does it, yes yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay you're up for that yeah go for it do I you mean, want to persist after as this? long as you're not I'm in charge the artist no I am because I've seen your art and it's fucking shocking I'm sorry, <laughs> I'll be I'll be the most <laughs> Angular, <laughs> surrealist, Stick, man. bullshit, <laughs> some sort of fanged cat. <laughs> That's um, where everyone's got their oeuvre. That's mine. Um, 
would I like to persist after death? What, yeah, like, like in agony in my own body or no, as a just ghost? Like, you know. Oh my God, human. I forgot to tell you. Fucking hell. This is perfect for the quiz and for this okay. moment. Not for the quiz, for the podcast and for this yeah. moment. Um, Mark and I were doing uh, a quiz last night and it was um, uh, recognizing uh, film titles by their foreign titles. Right. And it had the foreign title of the film and then what the English translation of that was. And you had to figure out what the film actually was in mm-hmm. English because obviously very few of them are literal. Yeah. Um, and one of them was Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> and the the French title translates into English as SOS Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> SOS ghosts. Yeah, That's it's so literally good. like SOS phantoms or something. That's so like, funny. I, I Why is that the best crying. they could do? <laughs> Come on, France. Why is it like, it sounds like two different things, doesn't it? Yeah. SOS ghosts. It also sounds like they're trying to establish like an SOS franchise. Like the next one's going to be SOS <laughs> werewolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SOS hunchbacks. <laughs> Gobbos, ahoy. <laughs> that was um, an nautical one. And, um, yeah, sorry. So, so go on. Would I like to persist after? Yeah, death? would you like your as body a... on display? Oh, I see. I thought you meant as some kind of like ghost no, no, or not spirit. As a ghost. No, um, uh, no, no. Okay. I wouldn't. Well, would I, you like? I, it? No, I mean, have you seen Jeremy Bentham's fucking head? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be that. No, I guess not. There's How very about, little um, dignity in that. Would you like to be flattened? You know, like when you put flowers, like dried flowers, <laughs> on a thing. Just steamrolled. More desiccated. Oh, uh, neither. Okay, right, that's fair. So what we've established is you want to turn off your own life support that was superfluous, <laughs> but yeah. not stick around. I feel like there's a real, like, poetry in that. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Um, Final question, then. Question 35. It's been a real journey, Proust's. We started this when I was in Edinburgh, did we? Uh, I think was it? I think we did before that. So it's at least August. It's at least taken us three yeah. months to do thirty-five questions. It was originally going to be one of the uh, the quiz questions. Was when did we start that? But then I couldn't be bothered to look for it, nah. and I want and I figured the word of mouth was more interesting. And I wouldn't have known it even slightly. No. <sighs> Question thirty-five: What is your motto? What is your motto? Oh wow. I what wish I'd had more time to prepare. No, I'm glad that you didn't because this means you have to improvise a motto and improvisation is the pathway to delight. Get that on a mug. What's your motto? I, I, you know, if someone just came up to you in the pub and was like, you're right, mate, what's your motto? What would you say? First thing that comes to mind. Get us a drink and I'll tell you. <laughs> is that just a motto that self-defeats because once they've got the drink what are you going to tell them the same thing get us another one <laughs> it's one of those adaptive motors yeah. wow that's clever it's a bit cyclical but uh but it, it really gets the point across i don't know i i try not to to live my life by such simple oh that's very full ideas oh, do you have one then i've got so many well you're allowed not... so many no you, you're I've not so you're allowed one 20 different books <laughs> no i think i've got well, give us give i wouldn't us a say taste motto one, but i do like like there are things that i think about and say a lot like i talked about one a few episodes ago which is the it's not really a motto it's more of a way of manipulating yourself and people yeah <laughs> but the thing of like do you want to remember this as the day you didn't do x 
how it's like always more interesting to do something than not. That's a good one. What about Byron when he's like, the great art of life is sensation to feel that we exist even in pain. That's always making me hurt myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Therapy live on air for Isaac. Yeah. What else? There are loads of... Oh, I I tell you what, the closest thing that I that I have is, and I've mentioned it, mm-hmm. I might have mentioned it before, it is, um, I mean, unhelpfully, it's also the tagline to series two or three of Bojack Horseman, right. which is, don't look back, you're not going that way, mm. which I like. Uh, well, about it, if you need Because it allows back. me to forget all of my past roles. What if you drop something? <laughs> no, leave it. It's gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, for the thing that you dropped was like a, a baby. The keys just, to your home. Yeah. That's nope, it. It's just Don't off. Back. You go. Start again. <laughs> Seems quite a, it's like living life as a side scrolling, like Mario, when they can't, once the screen's gone too far right, you can't bring it back left. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you might be cutting off quite a lot of the old reality. Kind of like a horse with blinkers on. Oh, not to attack maybe your motto. Hit, maybe you've come across some imagery there. Don't live like a horse. That's my oh, motto. Because it was Bojack Horseman. <laughs> oh, wow. I hadn't even thought of that. Goodness, I'm great. That's one don't, of mine. Don't live life like a horse. <laughs> oh, goodness, I hadn't even thought of that. Maybe our motto is, as we mentioned earlier, it was a lot more effort. So, <laughs> so, so we did it the cheap way. <laughs> How, what other ones do I say? I'm just trying to think of things that I say a lot, that are, I suppose, uh, I mean, de facto you, mottos. Uh, your motto, I suppose, would be, wow. Wow, no, it's not that cool. <laughs> that is your motto. Don't compare yourself to me, you'll never be happy. I say that a lot to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's always as a joke. <laughs> Who have you said that to last? Who haven't I said it to last? I just shout it off the balcony. No wonder your girlfriend was annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's a nice thing to say in a way. It just doesn't come across as that at first. Because what I'm saying is some people uh, just have luck sometimes. That's another motto, right? Yeah. They can have that one. <laughs> um, I'll say that one. I haven't got one. <laughs> I'll start saying that. I suppose my if you new leave it motto behind you, then that's gone. I suppose my new motto is "You fucking Detlev." <laughs> yeah, Detlev has got to be Detlev's more of a mantra for me. Like I just meditate on it. <laughs> <laughs> Word of mouth is best of mouth. That's your motto. It's not though, because it doesn't apply to the rest of my life. It's that is specific. your motto. Oh, you're right. It is. It doesn't. It's not like if I was in times of trouble, like if I was in the final showdown of a fantasy novel, I wouldn't like reach for word of mouth is best of mouth to fill me with exactly the thought I needed to conquer. For Narnia and for word of mouth. <laughs> it's not going to stop Pennywise. No, probably I'm not. I'm almost at the end of that book, Ooh. so maybe it does. That would be good. <laughs> Imagine that. I've like scribbled over the ending. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben shouted. <laughs> Bill yeah. stuttering his way through it. I mean, I... I stand by that. I, I don't think it's great to have a, a motto as a person mm. because I, I do think that it, it kind of um, pigeonholes you a little. Surely bit. there's a motto about that though. Like don't, don't, don't live your life by, like a, don't, don't live yourself like a pigeon. <laughs> don't live life by mottos. That's what yeah. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke in there. Let's cut this so we can use okay, that joke. Yeah, brilliant. We'll do. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't have one singular motto. There are a lot of like sometime lyrics that I think are just oh, great yeah, ways to live. Oh yeah, I've got some quotes that I think are, are pretty cool, but I wouldn't 
call them mottos, that would be to disgrace them. But I think motto itself is a kind of discrediting term, isn't it? It's almost pejorative. Because yeah. as soon as something's a motto, you've it's established that it doesn't really work in in any other context other than as a bit of like pithy life advice. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe the solution is just have so many that you're never sure which one. You've got a motto for anything you do. That's the way to live. You can always justify your actions with some catchy little phrase. And then how could you ever go wrong? That's my motto. Wow. Oh, and what, I guess. Oh, I've I was going to say what one. a place to end, but there we well, go. No, it's not. I guess the, the one that I'll end on is something that I think about uh, most often, given that I'm not in the war or anything, uh, or in any situations where this could prove to be negative just the old dr pepper motto of like well what's the worst that could happen yeah i do i I do kind of um live by that as well i suppose yeah not as a as a motto i i I don't think but i am always saying like well it it literally it just probably isn't going to be all that bad yeah you're just like well if you imagine the worst and i suppose that's all right for us as two straight white guys doing a podcast living in the middle class the new burgeoning kind of middle to working class life that we've yep. kind of forged for ourselves that's um, the one but i suppose if you know if you've got it flaunt it that's the worst thing <laughs> i've motto. ever said about privilege <laughs> i don't mean joking. that listeners yes that was a lovely little joke and on that note have we mentioned the patreon <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean let's it we can't just let uh proust not proust go there what how what has your experience been a bit how how has it I found manifested it, itself in um, your everyday. Well, there are some, I guess it's kind of reinforced something I already knew, which is that if I know the answer to something, I know it very definitively. But if it's something I've not thought about, then I'll never, ever know. No. Because I simply <laughs> lack the what? introspective That tools. sounds like you're saying, you know now everything you will ever know. <laughs> yeah, about myself, I think so. Oh, I see. I think because there's this idea that people are always growing towards um, a more perfect vision of themselves so i think i actualized that at the age of about nine so you think you don't think i've got any growth well there we go well i think something yeah you sound makes us sound like davy crockett that's me (laughs) what's that racially questionable undertones davy crockett good can't wait for that comparison to come back but um Yes, it's been interesting, I suppose. I I do like all these things. There is like a narcissism to the instinct that plays in like Cosmo and stuff, these personality quizzes. And I guess this is the archetypal one in that set. Yeah. And it's been quite interesting. It's been more interesting, uh, the discussions that spring from them than the answers, I think. Yeah. But that's kind of inevitable. And just knowing that um, you're too afraid to be donated to science because of a lack of endowment is something that I wouldn't have no, known. Not not endowment. Present. Like it's not, I, I feel like you're jumping very quickly. I to, think, uh, to I, think I just ran with the evidence of the crass. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe I'm not, up to the maybe job. I'm not as proud of my pancreas as I ought to be. Well, that's on you really, isn't it? And I think if you need a new motto, it's going to be heavily based around coming to terms with your own organs and appendages, you say. Yeah, well, I didn't, but the well, fact you that did. You know, you very much there. did. Okay, let's not it's pin right. this on me. We I haven't given this evidence away. I haven't 
I haven't confessed. Well, not confess. That implies I've got something to to, yeah. co- to confess. But no, I I just think I think it's a perfectly normal. It's fine. No one's judging. This is a safe space. Thing. You eat fucking donuts with cutlery, you cunt. <laughs> Leave me alone. I did that the other day. I had four donuts with cutlery, and guess what? Two different sets of cutlery. <laughs> one of them was a vanilla donut one of them was raspberry what am i supposed to do cross contaminate debt lev i don't think so <laughs> this has been episode 15 no it has not why what else have you an got? email fuck's sake so look we've got a shame mail but as we mentioned earlier none of you fucks have got in touch with us <laughs> since we've gone down to one a week so we love you still though no we do um we so fondly so i uh, what I have received, however, is an email. In fact, I received a photograph of an email uh-huh. that was sent to the hotel because they're hiring some new staff because I've begun this exodus oh, yeah. <laughs> from the hotel. And um, I'm very much a trendsetter, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they hired somebody. And this somebody, for the purposes of this uh, section and real life, is called Mr. Pete. <laughs> Um, now, Mr. Pete uh, is joining the team, and he was so excited that he decided to send an email to the team to introduce himself. Mm-hmm. Now, already, what do you think of this move? I hate him so far because it's like when you start at university and they have like groups set up for your college, people who are already trying to introduce themselves and make friends. You're like, wow, that's that's a no from me. <laughs> okay, Block I'm them. I mean, let's see if the email changes because I, I feel like Mr. Pete, someone you could go on with, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll see. Uh, well, no, probably not. <laughs> uh, he also, um, I should say, sent a picture of himself attached to this email. Wow, bold move. <laughs> so, hi team. I hope you are having a great week. This email is just a quick hello. Hello there, capitalised. Mm-hmm. And introduction, because I am joining the A-team at the best hotel in Essex. Okay, the UK on wow. the 6th. That's wrong, isn't it? Number two of two in Wickford, you say? <laughs> <laughs> I Is live... that actually true on TripAdvisor? Yep. That's so funny. I live in Chelmsford. Worked within hospitality since July 2008. Wow. Many good TripAdvisor reviews with my name mentioned. Oh, Wow. Studied arrogance. Studied leisure and tourism and college. And college. <laughs> Goodness. Worked on a cruise ship in Miami of this year, March to September. Got caught up in Hurricane Irma. He makes it sound like the cruise ship was just static in the middle of Miami, yeah. rather than at sea. I also think he it, he makes it sound like that's like an accomplishment that he got mm. caught up in Hurricane Irma. And he also makes it sound less like a hurricane and more like a kind of gambling scandal. Where yeah. It was revealed that he was <laughs> the Panama Papers. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's the end of his Hurricane Irma material, though. Nothing oh, about yeah. it. Then then he does something that I fucking hate. I'll be, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Um, he hesitates in his email. Oh, forgetting that you could just backspace your way out of that. Yeah. He says, um, love chocolate and music, <laughs> love to laugh, love to have a laugh and love to see others happy and to make them happy. Pretty, Shut up. Pretty rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> pretty rewarding stuff, guys. You yeah. should give it a try. This <laughs> laughing thing, I think it's going to catch on. <laughs> It'll really make you feel good about yourself, I'm sure. I do make a few jokes from time to time within day-to-day Uh-oh. life. 
I can be very funny, dry, and sarcastic at times, but never in a malicious way. Wow, we've got a wise guy over here. <laughs> Imagine up front saying that about yourself. Hi guys, yeah, I can be very funny. Never never very in a malicious funny. way. Can be very funny. Dry and sarcastic at I'm times. I'm known to crack a few off. <laughs> Sounds like he's a prostitute. <laughs> he does that as well. Then this is where I know you're really going to like where, it, where, where, we're, where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff. Psychic powers. What? <laughs> what is the relationship between those four words? Had a dream scary of Scary stuff, colon. Nope. Scary stuff, comma. Psychic powers. Had a dream of a train crash and it came true the next day. Shut up. Had to call mother about that because it played on my mind a lot. Be- <laughs> Had to call mother about that. I know. That. It's very Alan Bennett. Because it was about 95% accurate. Wow, 95% accurate. Yeah. That's impressive. That is, I, I mean, I was impressed. Imagine Do you think the 5% that he was wrong is that it was actually a car? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a car and it happened elsewhere in the past. <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> actually happened the day the money. actually happened the day before he had the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Isaac Mendes. Then here he comes again with, um, at a previous hotel, I sat down with my boss and said, look. Wow. Something big is going to happen. I don't know what. Nobody's going to die <laughs> or anything like that, but it will be big. Right. Next day, massive burst water main. <laughs> That's the most underwhelming end. I was hoping it was going to be next day, 9-11. <laughs> Quick as you like. He did say Not no, no one was going to die. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he might be 5% that five, off. That 5% was 3,000 people. <laughs> Dreadful. All the water cut off to the entire village, including the hotel. Then he helpfully adds... No. Uh, no water means the water tanks are not refilling. Meaning, oh, meaning we ran out of water for they, the for the staff, wow. guests, bathrooms, etc. Yeah, no, I understand what water is. Thanks, Mister P. Then, helpfully, if you want to know more about what I've been up to, here's my LinkedIn profile. Then provides wow. the link. Anyway, thanks for reading, and I'll see you on the sixth of November, just before nine a.m. Have a great day. Smiley God, face. Is that part of his psychic power that he knows what time it will be and everything? Yeah. Goodness I met him me. the other day. Right. What's he's, your impression? He's odd, but he's not the person I expected from this email. I expected mm-hmm. that over-enthusiastic dickhead that everyone knew at school. And he was actually yeah. preposterously quiet. But that might be because mm-hmm. he, he did come in with some, like, a, a spring in his step. And he went, hi, I'm Mr. Pete. And I went, oh, psychic Mr. Pete. <laughs> and he went, you knew you were going to say And he that. went, yeah. Uh, yeah, psychic. Mr. Pete. Shut my hand. Oh, no. He hasn't really said much to me since. I hope that sticks in your absence. I think you should just email and Everyone. call asking for psychic. Mr. Pete. Quite often. Now, my my favourite bit of this, I haven't had a chance to mention yet, is that, of course, I had to check out his uh, LinkedIn, his LinkedIn profile. And mm-hmm. um, it's mostly uh, a fairly bog-standard LinkedIn. The two things that stood out were, firstly, before he'd even started working there, he'd already changed it to his current employment. <laughs> oh, um, that's another part of the psychic power there, though. And uh, my favourite, my favourite thing, and this is possibly one of my favourite things that anyone has ever done, mm-hmm. is that there is a qualifications section. Right. On uh, on LinkedIn, where you can just... Has he predicted degrees that he'll get in future? Better than that. Better than that, Isaac. He uh, 
he's got you know stuff like uh, uh, EU driving license, stuff like that. You know, nice. Um, a couple of uh, courses he's been on, like first aid course, and then uh, nice. tucked away Always in there, good. bulking out the list. I think perhaps hoping that we'd overlook it. Um, he's got down as a qualification that he has European health insurance. <laughs> That's just default. <laughs> You silly, he's silly bee. Qualified to have people operate on him. Don't worry about this, guys. This body's ready to go under the knife at the drop of a hat. It doesn't matter where I am, Romania, hung. Guess you could say I'm pretty forward thinking. Psychic Mr. P. Nice to meet you. Imagine, <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Imagine having that as a That's qualification. Amazing. I'm going to put it on my CV. You've, I've, I've achieved European health insurance. <laughs> I've achieved the status. Wow. Oh. Well, this guy sounds like a treat. Could we maybe start a regular feature where we... It's called Prank Call Psychic Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nigel from the hotel. I've come to talk to you about Brexit. I'm the man in 208. I'm punching myself <laughs> to death. 5% of a train's crashed into me, lad. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> what a person. Uh, you've reminded me that we have had another email that I read to you, but we will cover that in episode oh, 51. Oh, goodness. Yes, we will. There's that a lot means... of uh, setup that is yeah, required for that email. Definitely. Because it would uh, be too baffling to throw at you. So before we um, finish, I, mm-hmm. I mean, should we We should probably eschew plugs for this week. I mean, we did an hour long one at yeah. the start. Everyone knows the basics. You've got your yeah. Twitter, your, your but email. Let's let's thank some people. Yes, Because what is shame city without the shame citizens? Us, obviously, we're we're citizens ourselves. But then we have a whole host of characters who have come barreling into our lives in various ways and who just make every day a little more colourful. And for that, we thank them all. Declan has prepared a list, I believe, and it's my job to listen out for anyone who he might have omitted, not out of spite but out of probably drunkenness when he was compiling the list i can probably. only imagine and also because the list has been deleted from his phone so he's oh. going to have to do it from memory so here we go well let's uh, let's go through this logically let's thank first of all the uh, the two people that we have um had on as guests during yes. our time the wonderful joseph d'angelo where would, where would we be without him in, uh, in i mean life potentially in the ooze uh soberer that's true, yeah. But that would be for the worse. Yeah, generally speaking. Um, and of course, the wonderful Amy Matthews, uh, who yeah. uh, has her own radio show now. Mm, has her own radio we've been show. Tweeting about it, but we haven't mentioned it on the show. So, no, I mention so it. have a look. We have a look through the Twitter. We'll share a link to it. It's called Look Both Ways. She does it on the Edinburgh Uni uh, student radio. It's yep. on in the mornings, so obviously none of our listeners will, will be up to listen to it. No, but it is available as a podcast as well, so we will make sure that we Perfect. share a link to that. Um, Amy, of course, the first and only member of our <laughs> guest segment. Good job you Glad spent all that those. time making yeah. a jingle for it. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, then we have uh, those close to us who have emailed in. Uh, yep. Obviously, Toby Milestone's king. An ever-present yes, feature of our lives, emailer. and mug provider and swearing extraordinaire Emily. Yeah, fighter of debt lives. <sighs> Wherever they may be. Yeah. Um, then we've had a, a host of of people who have who have helped us over the years. <gasps> I, um, we've got Stuart as well. 
And Stuart, yes. Who's one of the first emailers. He was, in fact, I think the first person to contact us about the show. Yeah. And he was ready and willing to help us out with our, frankly, appalling sound quality. Very and I'm poor. I'm sure that, Stuart, if you're still out there, that uh, that he will definitely be disappointed by the last few episodes. <laughs> Um, and of course, along, far, just not very far. Alongside uh, Stuart is uh, the wonderful Tim Kelly as well, who, yep. uh, who who has emailed in. And we still need to watch Sex Pod or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, like. but I'm I'm still just slightly too horrified to do so. I'm quite worried about the whole concept. Um, and then outside of our people, let's talk about. So these are friends of old, and now yeah. we broaden to friends of new people, without whom the podcast would just be a characterless study in a life already lived. Some of our earliest perhaps came from Noah. Noah, of course. Noah, Noah, who we originally thought was a Nazi. We did once mention that, but then we found out that he is not only not a Nazi, he's willing to date Albanians. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how that's gone, Noah, because I remember giving you some very solid advice there about not having any parts of you cut off. Yeah. And hope that's gone well. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've had Mark. We've had Mark. Mark Stratfold, as opposed to friend and colleague and flatmate. Um, Mark is one of the most erudite emailers one could hope for. His his emails balance just an informative and inquisitive style with the kind of painful sarcasm that I think (laughs) he knows will win us over. I, there is he, just a real skill to it. He's a veritable flaneur, isn't he? He's like Baudelaire yeah. wandering through the streets of Paris, isn't he? Just Quite living literally. his life. Just living yeah. his life, sending us photos of stuffed rats. It's <laughs> dressed as superheroes, all of them. Um, we have had on Twitter, of course, the wonderful people from A Turning Point. Yes. Who have even been so kind as to have us on their show. Chase and Jen, lovely people indeed. We're big fans. Um. And thank you for spreading us far and wide across the US at a time when it needs us most. (laughs) It really does, isn't it? It's crying out for some of this. Now, where would we be without Paul Shayeti Chandler? Uh, Literally nowhere. Since the early days of the show, he was very vocal in his support and his output, his sheer commitment to content is one of the most inspiring <laughs> presences on the internet because every time we're late putting an episode up or we're like worrying about doing something paul's done about 800 episodes <laughs> in the intervening period paul's made the west wing in the time yep. that we you know have made and his <laughs> no patreon videos and his is a show shayeti which requires production it has characters it has different locations he travels around the world to to record it and um all we do is just sit in a room. And yeah. he, this is a struggle or for us. sometimes stand so. around in the street. Yep. <laughs> so, and it's a yep. struggle for us, people who haven't got one job between them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, uh, we can't get away without mentioning the wonderful Matt. Oh, of course. Professor Matt, as we like to call him. Prof Matt. Uh, Prof M. Yep. Prof Dot Matt was his rapper name in, in the Wu-Tang Clan. Who's, and he's... Uh, uh, Another fantastic emailer and all-round ally of the Shame City cause, a caller out of nonsense in all its forms. In fact, I think my I think the greatest achievement of this podcast is bringing Matt back to Twitter because he's constantly an oh, incredible yeah. presence on my feed. Yes, uh, it is very sharing good. sharing derision, yeah, sharing nonsense and putting a stop to it wherever he can. 
brave warriors against the tirade of drivel all. Yes. Uh, and of course, um, more recently than that, mm-hmm. we've had a new member of the Shame City family. Yes. Quickly entering the fold. Kevin. Kevin. from Off of... Off of Canada. <laughs> That's what we call him. Kevin off of Canada. Who, uh, K-O-O-C. Who came into the fold late, but is none the worse for it. Now. Hey, how could you be? Have we forgotten anyone? Quite possibly, but know that if we have... I mean, your mum's tweeted us once or twice. Yep. Has your mum tweeted us ever? Uh, yeah, I think once. Yeah, well, there you go. That's good as well. But We've a shared... shout out, of course, to all of our listeners. Yep. Those. And to everyone who knows us, uh, who's supportive as well. My girlfriend's very supportive of our show. Yes. Yeah, both our girlfriends do well to yeah. support us. And the first nice thing she said about it was that it was, um, she thought it, that listening to the output of someone she was going out with would be inherently cringy, but she said it was actually good. And I was like, oh, oh well, I'll nice. start there. And that's a decent starting point. I'm always, um, I'm always like flattered in a way to, uh, to, to hear that my girlfriend's still listening when she messages me angrily about something we've got wrong or, <laughs> or said in the show. Apparently yes. last week it was that our knowledge of London Bridge was wholly inadequate. Oh, no. Yeah. So that is a shame. We're, uh, we're offending the, uh, the podcasting gods there. So, oh, the, um, the podcast the pangolin. pangolin. Jesus like, Christ. Where would we be with that? If you hadn't mentioned we, him, that would Of course, we, like, we were just saving that. That was a surprise. Yep. The, uh, of course, the podcast Pangolin, we, as ever, offer ourselves and our souls to you. Yeah. And Thought Monster, quiet of late, Goodness but his, me. his memories echo on with his horrible, have you ever thought about questions? <laughs> yes. And I think that is, um, if we haven't mentioned you, know that it's not, as I say, it's not out of a lack of love, it's out of a lack of preparation. It's that uh, you've surely noticed, noticed by now. But this is it, 50 episodes in. This has been the episode 50 bonanza. We're running at two hours something now. I know. That's a lot of content. Uh, but, listen to it in two bites, if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Just a recommendation. Have a go. Have a, have a listen to the pitch hour and then the content hour. Yeah. And also, as we did say, go over to patreon.com slash shamecity. Um, if you think the show is worth anything in a financial sense, then it's very much appreciated. If you don't, then that's fine as well. But whatever you do, have a watch of our film trunk pitch and get back to us on that. If you want to invest in the film trunk project, I'd be willing to hand over a controlling share for the right <laughs> money because for $1. I'm bored of the whole idea, <laughs> but I do enjoy the video until next time, until episode 51, which you'll be back here for then. Won't you? I will indeed. Yes. There'll be another in-person special, Lots losing of the specialness. On the table. <laughs> That's the one losing its specialness with each week that passes until then, until, you know, the next 50, until a hundred. I've been Isaac. You've been, I've been Declan. And we are. That's a shame. See you soon. Bye guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life.
She's a buzzing in the tree To make some honey just for me The bare necessities of life will come to you Necessities of life will come to you. 